Hello? Hello? Did it start? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, I'm going to count you in. Five, four, three, two, one. Fee, fi, fo, cigarello, cigarello. I'm shaking up the trees, how I keep the leaf in the middle. I'm more than these hotel rentals and dental bills adding up. I'm the Kennedys out for lunch with a preacher, Martin the King. I'm Cardi B's engagement ring. I'm America showing off. I'm Viacom, Viacom. I'm Ch- Chappelle and Pele, Pele. And rap it like Dylon. Spell it like Dylon. Give my body to Adam. He told me to lie for him. Apple wasn't the apple. The truest sin was the pussy. I'm patri- patriarchy on Sunday. Don't push me. I'm Viacom. Y'all niggas got Diddy money. Don't push me. I'm Adam Bob. I'm Obama pushing the button. In Libya, Pakistan, humanly a hypocrite, the sinner and the civilian. The pettiest that gets, the pettiest that it gets, I'm America at its best. Yeah, I'm America at its best. Boom, boom, na, 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 na. Song 32, no name. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And that said... I'd like to welcome you to Ther- Termagent Talk, a weekly walk through the minds of two hip-hop heads who happen to be women. I'm Goody. And I'm Chantel. Okay, so, uh, I like Where this. Where the fuck did you find that? What is that? Tell Her name is about it. I know who No Name is, but I don't even know that song. So, like, where'd you find that? What's the story? Spotify um, gave me some. So you remember when we started in um, January? I said I'm going to try to listen to as many female MCs as possible and see what Spotify throws my way. Mm-hmm. They throw the song. They threw the song my way. What's and the name of it? You didn't tell. The, you didn't say the name. I don't think it's called Song Thirty Two. Okay, so it's called Song Thirty Two. No name, but you know, by no name, you know, mm-hmm. it's no but this is one of those. It don't sound like that. It don't sound like that when she's saying it. Wow. Okay. So then it'll be something for us to do for homework. Everybody go and listen to song 32 by no name. And like, let's see, cause her lyrics were really impactful and like really clear. And she's definitely telling us something. Um, based on the things that she's using as visual. Uh, she's painting like word pictures. So I want to hear how it's interpreted through her flow and what oh. type of music it's laid upon. It so hard. it goes hard. Okay. And the track is hard too. So nice. yeah. I, we got to hear that. And also you got to remind the people uh, who we are, where we are, what to find us and what they need to do. Again, we are Termagent Talk. You know to find us on IG at Termagent Talk. You can email us at TermagentTalkPod at gmail.com. Uh, on Facebook, we are Termagent Talk. I and Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. We are Termagent Talk on Instagram. Oh, not Instagram.com. I, I, I think I started that with that. I think you might have just said you know who we are. I'm hoping that you guys do, but I'm hoping that some of you don't know who we are. So, like, hi to our first-time listener. Sorry and goodbye to our last-time listener. And um, we hope you guys had a really good week. 
So how was your weekend, Goody? Um, I didn't do much. Um, How's yeah. Facebook dating going? Facebook dating's going okay. The thing is, because this is beta testing, as we discussed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's hard to keep up with. So I picked the people that I thought I could do something with or like hang uh-huh. out. Talk. Say more. You could do something with, huh? <laughs> I, I picked the the about five or six people that I thought were good with the conversation that we wait, 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 start over. So you picked five or six people, period. Well, I mean the app is still open. I had to uh-huh. speak a lot too, just to see the good comments. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Be, okay. like, because apparently, like the people, you can't see once you get to like a hundred people. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Um. Anyway, we exchanged numbers. Okay. And we're setting up dates. Good, 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 good. Excellent, excellent. That so, sounds really good. Okay. So you know, it's it's exciting. It's happening, y'all. It's happening. All right, that's dope. You know, it's funny. Um. I have mine and I, this weekend I went away because, you know, according to people who remain nameless, Tamiko, I am Chantel and I don't live nowhere. So since I don't live anywhere, I went and locked the doors of my home for another few days and went to Philadelphia to hang out with my girl, Abby. Um, And uh, she was encouraging me as well as Danny was encouraging me to add one more dating app to my my cadre of dating apps because so this I two? this gives you this, two. This will be two, so I, I added Tinder. So I added Tinder, but I, I, I what Tinder is is location based. So by adding Tinder in Philly, um, what ended up happening is like I got like a rush of of um connection. You know, like you can see the number that shows how many people like you. But the way Tinder works because they want to monetize things. They, um, you can't see the people who like you. So you have to like them and then boom, it's like a little thing and it's like a match. So and t- apparently in Philly, I am hot, very cute in Philly. You I'm hot. In, no, I'm hot in Philly. I don't know if you've ever like watched America's Next Top Model where like it was like a, a dig where they would tell a person like, well, you're pretty for your hometown, but like, are you New York and LA pretty? Well, ah. it appears that I am definitely Philly cute because it was kind of like just, it was rolling through or whatever. Um, you know, I was very clear that I'm from New York, blah, 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 fine. Uh, so I did that. And then when I got home on my ride, on the ride home, I was kind of sorting through. And once we got closer to New York, just seeing what was going on in the New York side of things. And I have to tell you, New York has some shit. I think that I like New York and I think that the adventures in dating, um, the Goody and Chantel adventures in dating may have some promise if we fuck with the Tinder app. Now, another thing I noticed about Tinder is that Tinder allows you as a black person to be reminded of a a real fact. We are the minority. I have not looked in so many white men's faces ever in my damn life. I was feeling I, like that with Facebook. I was like, it's just, but it's the world we live in. We're fifteen percent of the population, so remember that. You, you be like, well, why am I even seeing this? Yeah, because this is who's available. 
So either you're, you're going to say yes or you're going to say no. But anyway, long story short, I think I like Tinder. I'm already connected with people that I think are pretty cool. I haven't set up any dates to go outside with anyone. Let's see what happens. And we will kind of like keep the story going as things go on. Wait a minute. Um, um, so what I did do over the weekend, like I went to hang out with uh, the 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 boys, and while we were out there, they decided that um, that I'm a member of the Creep Squad. I do not know why, but I did meet a person in a dude in person, and it was because I couldn't stop looking at him, and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't stop looking at him. Like his skin was beautiful, right? Um, so he, he was like, Hey, what's your name? We exchanged names and I'm still looking at him. And then I, I kind of was like, wow, you're, you're glowing. He was like, that's Shea butter baby. And I knew what I wanted to say next, but I didn't want to say it too loud. So I, I like leaned into him and I was like, do you get your eyebrows done? And he was like, yes, I do. Girl, this man's eyebrow, his face was chiseled to death. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, but then he got boring because he started telling me about Dr. Sebi and he was like, you know, that's how my skin. I was like, oh, OK, OK, OK. Catch you later. Mm. But he was the men are here with their eyebrows. That's not he new. And everything. That's not new. Girl, new to me. No, it's not. If you if you're in the bar, they, they use. They do it in the barbershop, and then I know some people, depending on their nationalities, they get it done. Yeah, I mean, cleaned up, but this dude has, he, his, his shit was done done. Yeah, but if you look at someone like Ice Cube, you could think the Ice Cube's eyebrows were done too, but his eyebrows just happen to have a really beautiful shape. So if he gets it cleaned up, it's gonna, yeah. I was like, do you do your eyebrows? He was like, yes. Yeah, that yes though. Every time you say that yes, it's you're affecting something. Was this? What? No, he wasn't. That that's just, was he? That's oh, okay. I'm like, why? Is that how you heard it? That's how I heard it. Oh, okay, okay. He was, right. he was like, yeah, I get him done. Yeah, he probably is a hairy one then, huh? That's what I told Dana. I was like, Dana, maybe he's really hairy. He's trying to like make sure he doesn't have a unibrow. Well, yeah, some people are really deep into grooming. Remember, we went through that whole area of metrosexuality where everybody's beards was like these little lines and everyone's shaved was so close. And and there was a lot of people whose eyebrows was kind of done at that time. There was people with, with tipped, you know, blonde tips and all kinds of shenanigans and tomfoolery. So, look, listen, do whatever you make you... Not that, because that was something different, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, I I'm not when he calls, I'm not going to be like out of here, you know, because he he was good looking. Mm-hmm. Okay, was but good looking. but I have a question for you. Yeah. Is it like, why is it that it's a member of the creep squad if you're looking at a man who's attractive? What are I you supposed no to be idea. looking at? I think my boys expect me to just sit down and watch them pick women up. Do they believe you to be a lesbian? I, I, they don't like to think about it. Mm, it sounds like they're thinking a lot about it, though. Uh, well, I'm going to let you have the discussions with them because they were definitely like, uh, you remember the Creep Squad? Like, yeah, oh, we, would ha- we would, we would, I would love to, to dismantle this bullshit. Cause... Girl, 
I would love to. It would be fun. I mean, listen, um, I'm a change agent, I'd like to think. And I would love to dismantle this foolishness because it's not like we're 12 or 15. Like, come on. You, if they're not going to provide some dick, then they got to get out of the way so you can get what you got to get done. So, you know. So if any of the members of the Creep Squad are listening, the co-host wants to know why you hate him. Get out the way. Get out, get the, way. out the way. Oh, they stay out the way. Actually, but- don't get out the way. Throw your girl some alley-oops. Like, help her out. Advance the cause. Be true. Sure, I'd, like, <laughs> I'd be like, all that y'all got around y'all is y'all? Yeah, bring y'all some fresh no meat fight. to the party so that the ladies can eat. Come I'd be on. like, you got no friends? Reciprocity or- is fair play, gentlemen. Let's go. Let's go. We got to advance this cuffing season. So you guys, if you want to be friends and you want to be around and you want to do it, bring some fresh meat from your job. Some some (laughs) unsuspecting gentlemen who just have no idea what they're being walked into. The same shit y'all want us to do, it's time for you to pay up. So let's go. I want one from everybody. One, 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 one. Wait, so um, a gentleman who hit me up on the Facebook dating wanted to take me to a date down to the IHOP. Oh, wow. Okay. Or down to the Applebee's. I was like, sir, we are. Now, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Mm -mm. IHOP and Applebee's are not the same thing. Was it? Because one's a yes, one's a no. So which was it? Okay. So talk to me. We got a problem with IHOP. Um, I don't have a problem with IHOP, but I think that for a date, first date, strange person don't know you. Let's talk right. about IHOP. IHOP has great food um, mm. for me and my friends to eat, but if I'm going on a date, unless it's like breakfast, okay. I'm assuming that he was inviting you for breakfast. It, he, you know, I don't believe so. Or was um, it like breakfast for dinner? Like, could this have been fun? No, it, it didn't sound like he was trying to make it fun. This. This dude sound. You remember when you said that um, they come and play? They come and looking for their wives. Mm-hmm. He's trying to find somebody who's going to cook for him and stop him from eating this fast food. Now, I hop is is. I'm confused. Tell me he more. He don't want to eat fast food anymore. He want a woman who can cook. He want to take me down to the IHOP. Oh, okay. Well, so how old was he? Fifty seven. Fifty. Okay. Well, then that was the problem. He's uh, he doesn't sound. Like a person who has a lot of exposure to some a little more and elevated they, dining like, opportunities. We, we can get anything from anywhere, all kinds of cuisine. I mean, he if like, he would have said the diner, would you have been open to that? Depends on which diner. Okay. I like IHOP. I think IHOP can make a cute breakfast date because IHOP's like easy peasy. And if it's a decent IHOP, it doesn't smell like a wet mop. So you can have like a a nice time there. Um, but I hear what you're saying. But if he's t- already telling you like the whole, like he's he's tired of, first of all, sir, you're 50 fucking years old. Are you literate? Because you could have been stopped eating uh, fast food. Right. But you could have picked up a fucking book and got some Rachel Ray 30 minute meals going and you'd be making you know, your own food. I think the story you tell me about, what you know, I thought when he said that, I thought of um, the story you told me about I forget which family member of yours it was who was like, y'all got it good. Y'all don't have to um, cook anybody anything. And I was like, yep, I don't want this bondage. Mm -mm." First of all, you are not 
a piece of chattel. Again, he's fit. He lived a half a century. And he don't know how to make a breakfast, lunch, and a dinner. No, he can make rice aroni, girl. Okay. The San Francisco treat. Well, if he can make rice aroni, he can make Uncle Ben's. He can make some spaghetti. He can make a whole lot of other things. He can make that Goya beans and rice that I used to make. That's very good. That Goya red beans and rice is that fucking girl. He could get into it. He don't have to eat rice aroni. That's a choice. He like rice aroni. That's why he eat that shit. Because in that aisle, there's a whole bunch of other wonderful rice dishes that he could em- embark in. That, that, that tastes Yeah. Yeah, because I'm telling you, that Goya white, that red, them red beans and that white rice, that Goya one, fam, that shit is lit. The yellow rice, lit. The black beans and rice, lit. Hopping, lit. That man eating that garbage because he want to. Just like, yeah, gross. No. Get him out of here. Don't even talk to him no more. Delete him. Yeah, He's gone. Um, He's canceled. So, so you were our adventures in dating, which, you know, is always a fun, always going to be fun. Unless we get serious, and then it'll be like adventures in wedding planning. Yay! Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I went to Philly um, to the Freedom Party. You you know the Freedom Party yes. that Herbert Holliber has. They they were at a Santos party house for all of those years before racism closed Santos, um, and now they have them at Les Petit. Was it Les Passant Rouge? Yes. Uh, in New York, but he's expanded and now he has the event in Philly and in Chicago and he had a party in Philly. So, you know, my Abby is in Philly, so we popped out. Um, hey, uh, we had a, a um, we went to, we, it was, it, we went a little early because we, Abby got VIP tickets, so we had two hours open bar, so we worked that angle aggressively. And then it was just so funny because I realized that it felt like the party was just pacing, pacing. Just everything was just like, boom, boom, step, 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 step. Whereas you know how it is in a party in New York. Yeah. It's a slow ride before the DJ shifts gears and then it's in full swing. Yes. It was, this was like, he started and he just went, 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 went. Now, according to two of Abby's friends who were there, I think one was saying that, Usually at parties in Philly, people do not dance. Everybody was on the dance floor. This party was so adorable because it was that same Freedom Party vibe, which is uh, a lot of people within, I would say, the 34 to maybe like 54 age range. A lot of people dancing, singles dancing, couples, gay, straight. It was just, you know, white, black, um, Hispanic, all kinds of people in the middle, and everyone was just having a wang dang motherfucking doodle. It was a very good time. The alcohol was not watered down. It was in a venue called Mashulu, which is a docked boat on the water. It was very nice, but I will tell you guys this. At 1.50 and the 9, the DJ was packing up the things. Party was over. And everyone, and when I tell you, it wasn't just that the party was over. Because I've been at parties when they've been over. Usually it's 4 o'clock. But people, they meander out. No, no. Everyone collected themselves in their things as if the bell rang for the next class. I was so confused. It was very different than anything that I've seen up here. So I don't really you know, know they a can't lot. Get us out the club in New York, they'd be like, "No, no, for real, don't start dancing with her because the lights are on and the yeah, yeah, yeah." It was it was so different, so different. 
Uh, nobody was lingering. Everyone got up and out. The lifts were there. We got a ride back. Um, so we were good to go. Um, shout out to Abby's friend who drove us back. I don't remember her name, but she was very nice. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was Philly. And then other than that, like I was, I'm still trying to keep myself. I'm now that I'm, fin- I'm trying to figure out if I'm gonna really lean away from the meat. But I didn't even have a cheesesteak. Um, ah, I didn't. We meat. did. We did look for vegan cheesesteaks, and we were thwarted twice because one of the places were just closed, like went out of business. Um, but then I was also having a taste for like. I don't know if you're familiar with like a fish a fish spot, like um, places that do like seafood and they do like fried fish, French fries, little yes. things like that. So yeah, fish and chips or whatever. So I have, a, I like, I like when it's done in, I, guess, I like the way it's done the black way. So on Saturday I was like, yo, I would love a fish sandwich. Now, okay. I said, yeah, not a fish fry, a restaurant. Okay. So um, I was like, I want a fish sandwich. But the truth of the matter is that I say I want a fish sandwich. I don't really want the sandwich. I just want the place that makes the fish that goes between the bread that I always throw away since I was like a kid. And I, you know, I want that. So Abby and I found a really good, um, really nice fish uh, spot, not too far from Temple. Um, I have to get the name of it, but it was on Cecil B. Moore Avenue. And um, I got a uh, whiting plate with Old Bay fries and it was very nice, very Philly. Seasoning on the fish was amazing. I'm definitely going back there. They were busy. Do you hear me? My order took 25 minutes to be made because I feel like the man went, he went fishing. Then he seasoned, <laughs> then he scaled my fish. He cleaned my fish. He seasoned my fish. He fried my fish and then my fish was there. It was perfect. It was exactly what I was tasting for, which was a very fresh piece of fish. Not like at the Chinese restaurant. And real quick, because I won't stay on Philly but long, but Philly got a situation at Chinese restaurants. They're very dirty, very nasty. Um, I don't understand. Do people eat out of there? But then I saw people in them. They sell candy in their Chinese restaurants and cigarettes. Yeah, it's different. Abby has not tasted any of it, but she don't really eat Chinese food. Um... But we, we we roamed around the city a lot this weekend, so I got to see things. I got to see things I forgot about. But I I never forgot about their Chinese restaurants. I forgot I their Chinese restaurants. You imagined? Oof, girl! I almost I wanted did to, that for, um, for the. I the- wanted to click my heels three times and just like be somewhere else. When I looked at me, I said, "You know what? I would rather just have a sandwich." You know what I mean? Like yes. I know some people don't think sandwich is meal, but guess what? That's bread and meat. And if you get some lettuce as a vegetable, because that those Chinese restaurants was looking <laughs> scary. And it didn't even matter That's what you. neighborhoods, thank you, what neighborhoods you were in. Regardless of the neighborhoods, it just seemed like it was just mess. I have to talk to my sister about that when she uh when she touches down, she's uh traveling as well. The branch family was traveling. She went to Atlanta to see uh my cousin. And uh, Selena, who might as well be another cousin, and visit babies and roam around Atlanta and do Atlanta things. But our boyfriend, our shared husband, um, the the reason why our love affair has begun, uh, was kind enough to grace us with music. Our Pusha T uh, made a song where he utilized the beat 
the, he utilized this, the, the HBO TV show Succession, their theme song, and he made a song over their theme song. It's a very, I, I, you have not watched Succession yet, but you heard the song, right? Right. The song is dope. So that's, that, that is a very ominous theme, right? Yes. So do you know anything about the show Succession? What, this, what the story's about? I don't know what I see people talking about. You know, people, <clears throat> the people on Succession are trying not to be um, people who spoil it. So they're like, all I see on all my timelines, whoa, oh my, look at that scene. So tell me a little bit about Succession. So Succession is a HBO TV show that is in, I believe it's second season, if not it's third season. And the story is, I think it's the second season. It might be the third. Anyway, so the story is loosely based on the Murdoch family, as in Rupert Murdoch, as in the man who owns the New York Post, he owns Fox News, ITV in England, the Australian-born media mogul Magnet, and his ragtag band of children who um, are all vying for the position um, and to succeed him upon his death or stepping down. It is treacherous. It is cutthroat. It is sad. Sometimes it's very funny. A lot of times it's sad and it makes you feel really uncomfortable because there is a level of dysfunction in these people and this in this family that is so shocking and so rigid and so tragic. And these people are so ridiculously rich, but they're so treacherous and they're so shitty, but it's so compelling and, and it's just very interesting. And there are people who aren't quite heroes, but there are people who are who aren't as bad as the next and there are other people who are just fucking pussies and just trying to hold on to what they have so this music when you hear that theme song that you heard it's an opening montage of children growing up okay and you can tell that these children are affluent children yes like on ponies and it looks like old video of birthday parties and everyone's dressed pristinely in white with an uh only the children no mother oh and there are four children but three children have the same father and one has a you know like a different three children have the same mother and one has a different but you can see all of it so you see the older boy and then you see the other three kids and you can see the father always walking away and the mother's always like not being faces. And then it kind of like ends the whole opening montage credits in New York City, because this is a New York City based TV show. So to have someone like Pusha come in and then decide to do a song, and he's kind of speaking to, he's associating what the premise of the show is, but then bringing it to the level of something that's a little more digestible for his fan base. And I thought he did an excellent job. It's on title, and I think that if you have title, you should definitely pop in there and check it out because there was nobody better to rap over that except maybe Jay-Z. And I'm not sure if he raps anymore. We'll see. But this is my thing. What I what I think is cool about it, at least for the fans of the show, is like Push letting you know, you know, I'm regular. I'm watching the same thing you're watching. I, dig I, it. I don't know. I'm so unclear on who watches Secession. Because there are people who have no idea what power is, who are getting their life to, to secession. And the same people who watch Power at Midnight 
are saving up their time so they can watch Succession in real time on HBO. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So it's 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 just such so varied. Like on my timeline, because I realize I have a pretty diverse time. Excuse me, I have the hiccups. Timeline of people, and all types of people are watching this show. Um, I think you should watch it. I would love to talk to you about it. I would love to hear how you feel about the way that these people family. If that makes sense. Yes. It's it's because you've got siblings and you have parents and. I want to hear what you think because I, you know, I have my feelings because of the way I, you know, I've seen, I've seen other people's family is very compelling. So everyone I know has different opinions. We land on some commonalities of who we think are just the worst people, but there, it's just so interesting. Um, it's something me and Tamiko talk about because uh, she watches it as well. It's just one of those things where it connects. It's great. To, it's something really good to watch, whether you're dating, like if you're with someone, this is a show you can watch as a couple. Um, and it's smart. So if you're with someone who's smart, you definitely want to watch it because then you can kind of have intelligent conversations. But Pusha, because he is such a smart rapper, is just an icing on the cake because this week was the season finale. Nice. And I don't know. I don't think this show can do more than one, maybe two more seasons, and then it has to end. That's how. That's how hard this show is. Okay. It's, it got to end soon. These motherfuckers are. <laughs> Bugging. I get you. I get you. I get you. Yeah, um, shout out. I'll yeah. Watch. So I'll watch. I'm always. Th- I'm like, Chantel's gonna tell me what to do. Like I just finished listening to the first season of Mogul. Oh, thanks for that. Ooh, Lord, do you want to talk about that? I could cry right now. Yeah, it was sad. It was dope. It was sad. Someone really special is no longer with us, and it sucks because it's just. And I felt it like this is two people because then season one mogul is about Reggio say doing this really beautiful investigative podcast, basically doing like an investigative reporting in an audio form um, about Chris Lighty and the life and death of Chris Lighty. And then to to then to have him, like I went to the live show. Okay. With where Reggie, and the rest of the family sat down. Yes, I went. I went by myself. Um, Shout out to Nye from um, That's What I'm Talking About podcast because she went by herself as well. I always love to say, people say women don't fuck with hip-hop shit, but there'd be a lot of us by ourselves and there don't be a lot of guys pulling up to support. But it's sad because he was gone. You know, I think Combat Jack was dead three months later. If not four months later, and it seemed like just from listening, it seemed like he was, you know, he was doing catching his getting his life. Well, he you was know. continuing to expand, and he was at the end of the the uh, live show. He had already had ideas about what they were going to do for the next season, right? You know, it, it's just he got sick so fucking fast that there, you know. Anyway, but mogul, if anyone like that's an excellent recommendation. Um, it's difficult. But I thought that it was dope that he put the hard stuff that he found. In... Yes, he put all the hard stuff. Yeah, he and found just, hard stuff and he reported and it. And he was grappling with it. Like, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time. Yeah, I think anybody who has some time, listen to Mogul. That is goals to me. That Seriously. Yes. yes. For me, that is personal goals. To be able to find a story, unpack it, report it, and deliver it 
with love, respect, but with clarity and accuracy and showing the ugly when you have to was friggin' great. Um, so you're going to listen to season two because I'm on season two. I Yes, be, I, because of your recommendation again, because it, apparently Malik isn't the only one who be knowing. Yeah, so yeah. the branches be knowing. I will say this to you. I want you to listen to season two because I want to challenge you on this whole idea of misogyny and obscenity and content um, and listening to Miami. Miami is all about the... Um, booty, my, booty, 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 rocking. Well, more so the rise of Miami lends through the first real big star from Miami, which is Two Live Crew and, and Uncle Luke, and just giving right. you that history and talking about like a lot of the roots of the music, the ways of the people. Because I've got some questions for you as a person who likes dance hall, how you can, I'm always going to question anyone who fucks a dance hall who can't get with like music from the South, Snoop Dogg and all of this else. It's something else because it can't be content because I know what they're saying in, in a lot of those dance hall songs. Everything is not roots and culture. Everything is not rockets. Everything is roots. It's, it's vibes. Yeah. It's vibes. Okay. I know I'm I know I'm American and I'm not supposed to know nothing, but I, what no, I do what I do know though are the lyrics to many of our favorite dance hall tunes and tunes. Yeah. So I, I want you when you get a chance, I definitely want you to listen to Mogul Part Two and just to see what Brandon's doing. And first like sub um the sub for like the season two like um supplement is the life and times of Reggie Osei. Yes. That one was that there. one was difficult for me. Yes, it was. Yeah, that was hard. Um so we're gonna combine the shit we don't like and kind of like what's most like what's something that's happening to deal with a um a circumstance that keeps it's like herpes. It keeps showing up at really inopportune moments. And while you think that you figured out a way to kind of like make it stop, it just keeps showing up and we just can't apparently get away from it. So we are, we are like uh, in the, it kicked into high gear for homecoming season. October tends to be homecoming season. HBCUs tend to start second week of October and it tends to go through the rest of the month. And uh, last week, Morgan State had their homecoming which uh, we had the new king of hip hop, the baby, perform there, and oh, then I like seeing him perform. Okay, he went from Morgan State, I do too, it's such a joy, to Howard and performed at Howard Homecoming as well. But that was overshadowed by you know, if you'd like to get into it. Um, so Kanye West took his uh, rest in Sunday peace, service. God rest his soul, to. Howard University's campus. Um, I'm getting mixed reviews. I'm hearing, like, the people I know who went to Howard and then, you know, go every year to the homecoming, the people I know, my people, my friends, they didn't go for whatever reason. But the funny thing about people who go to Howard or who went to Howard is they are always quick to defend the, uh, the school spirit. So even though they didn't go, they were like, but I wanted to go and I'm not mad that he was there. I think it makes sense that he was there. 
I have not dialed into any of this Sunday sermon that has the world going crazy. I'm not attending Kanye's ministry of music, but um, he did say some things that I thought. Well, let's go back. Let's talk about Howard. Okay. For everyone, because we always, we can't, we have to remember that some of our, some of our listeners are, just as Negro, like Michael Jackson knows Negroes. And then there are some of our listeners who are white folks who have no idea what Howard University is, why it's important, what an HBCU is. Uh, so let's give a quick primer. HBCU stands for Historically Black Colleges and Universities. As HBCUs go, Howard University is one of the most well-known uh, HBCUs, and pretty elite, um, not the most, yeah, pretty elite but really well-known, big endowment, large campus, beautiful school. It's in D.C. Some people call it the Harvard of, um, like, Black Harvard. Uh, it has, Howard has a undergrad program, it has a law school, and it has a medical school. Get into it. <laughs> so many of the first Black doctors and lawyers that would have been in many neighborhoods would have gone to a Howard if they could. Um, especially throughout the 19th and 20th centuries when um, before we had things like affirmative action and other laws that kind of like made it so that Americans of all colors could go to schools, become educated and have certain types of jobs. So um, Howard University is, uh, is, is, is um, widely regarded. Also Howard homecomings are regarded as a rite of passage if you are black and in college, even if you do not go to HBCU, Howard University homecomings are a vibe. They usually have the best performers. They usually are very well attended. I can tell you for a fact from the years 1995 to about, I think maybe 98 or 99, I uh, attended Howard homecomings. Uh, Howard homecoming was one of the first group trips that I did with my friend Donna. Um, but, uh, and it was very memorable and I love the, um, ascension that me and my friends had from like the kinds of places that we stayed at when we were 19 year olds, 18, 19 year olds to where we were staying now. I love looking at that. Like when I vacation with my friends now, because we were popping for our age, but I drove past the hotel that we used to stay in, <laughs> the, the motel actually, the days in that we used to stay in when we would go to our homecoming. And that shit looks like the Lorraine Hotel. And it looks like they haven't painted it since 1995. Oh, wow. Or 1996. But I tell you, Goody, it was, it, of course it is. It, Goody, okay. these, this, this is a big look if you are a Black artist who um, wants to be seen amongst Black people. I didn't say nothing last week when Kanye West was at Allen AME Church. Yeah, we we left that alone. We left it alone. You know, I know I'm not, I was not raised heavily into the church. So I don't always feel like I am comfortable speaking to, um, speaking to uh, what religion, like what he's doing. But I have enough knowledge of, of, Christianity and other religions to know that we're all tired of this man's games. Okay? Can he fucking stop? Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Tell me what you think about it, Goody. Tell me. So, 
I was raised in the church and I'm a fan of the Ministry of Music. Mm, However, okay. tell me about I, so the Ministry of Music to like it's the idea of like the praise and worship through music, not only waiting to have like a um the a word preached to you. Okay. Right. Not just having the word preached to you. Um, I showed up to church for the ministry of music. I showed up for the choir. I showed up for the pianos, the drums. You know, that's where I got my Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, you get Jesus in different ways. Great. Um, I don't know that I think that what he is doing is authentic, but who am I to judge that? I just believe that if it were authentic, um, to put it for sale, to make it a sale, a sale thing, because wasn't he selling like mm-hmm. very expensive church socks? $250. Yeah, like it's almost like he's looking at people and saying, look at how stupid they are. Okay, so I think that Kanye West is the, is the other side of a coin to Donald Trump. Yes. And I don't wish to give either of them any further platform. But he keeps showing up. I I just want, I want both of them to shut the fuck up. I want one of them to go to jail. I just want Kanye West to rest his mouth and get some help. Because my problem with him is as a black person who understands black history, when they got, when he got the fucking moment to stand here in this really black space with mostly black people again for the second week, but these are young black people. And then also how it has like a deep, um, they have like a lot of alumni participations. Shout out to my, 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 one of my oldest and dearest friends, Lamont Geddes. He was like Howard homecoming King 1996. Uh, if you ever see the picture of Biggie Smalls at Howard homecoming with the King and the queen, um, Mr. Geddes is the King. He still goes on the yard. He is a proud member of Omega Sci-Fi. Like he is a he is old a year older than me at every year, no matter what. Like proud, proud, proud to have someone like Kanye West get in front of all of these people of different levels and say some shit like, "The next time the slave net is thrown at us, maybe we shouldn't stand so close together." Or makes, should it all be in the same place? Yeah, it makes me want to throttle him. And I heard someone else say that we been got scammed by Kanye because he was feeding us a lie and feeding us marketing because the idea of like him being a college dropout, he was not. He, all of those skits and stuff, they were affecting the experience of like Black college life. But Kanye went to like art school, like a SVA, like a, a PWI art school. So a predominantly white um, institution that was also a school that focused on art and dropped out, dropped out. His experience was nothing like what he was even presenting to us. So everyone kind of got, it's all really foggy and I'm tired. I don't want nothing to do with it. Yeah, he he has to stop or we have to stop paying attention. I try. But like, again, I just don't understand the people who went to Howard, who they go every year, they show up, they are alumni, they donate their money, and they allow this to happen on their watch. Like that, they it's not up to them. It's not up to them. That's not up to them. That's up, up to, that's up to, I don't know what the range was, because I did see some professors 
who was like, after Kanye finishes doing whatever it is he's doing in the yard, maybe there's some books I could show him that he maybe needs to read to inform himself. There was a lot of people who didn't find it funny. Remember, this is a bastion of Black intellectualism as well. Yes. So you show up with this stupid shit. It's like the people letting Kanye stand on top of Langston Hughes' ashes in the Schomburg Center and talk this shit. And well, I, I just don't understand how they watched it. Like, I haven't clicked on any of the Sunday sermons. I understand mm-hmm. that the music is phenomenal. That's what I understand. But I will always only understand it from what I heard. I'm not dialing it. Um, I wish the brother well in his personal struggles with sanity. Um, but I don't want to see this. I don't want to see it. I want him to shut up. Mm. and go away and the one thing he will not do is shut up and go away the so one thing I, he will know, not do is shut the F up and go the F away right now right now I just don't understand why people attended why, it, it was apparently well attended I don't I understand that. he got booed oh good 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 Good, good. Boo I, him. Boo I saw a video. Man. Boo this man. I saw a video. Now I didn't have the volume up, but it was like it said something like, um, "The drummer's face has me dying." Oh no, that was the guitarist who, when he started, oh, yeah. when he um, when he was talking that um, don't uh, yeah, the net don't stand Let's by the net. The very premise of a historically black college is to have all the black people in the same place at the same time. What we're doing. Why we're here. I, I don't get it. Boo to this man. Did I tell you about the um, one of my ex-boyfriends that I reconnected with on the phone? He had we've I've seen him, but he called me um, because he had some other tea to tell me. But then in the midst of our conversation, <laughs> he goes. Yo, what's up with your man Kanye? So like this person and I go so far back that like he remembers me being like pumping my fist for Kanye West for years and years and years. And he's like, I told you that nigga was a bozo back in the days. He was like, he's a bozo. He's a fucking bozo. He was like, you. He was like, you now you want to let him go? I said, well, it's been a while. He was like, yeah, you go so hard for him. So. I am a I am a former Kanye West lover, promoter, lawyer, attorney. But really, when I sit back and assess, I had just gotten taken in and was associating bullshit myself. So I let that go. I used to think he was passionate. And I used to think, oh, you know, he's a free young black man. He's out here speaking up for himself. This is what we want. We want our black men to have confidence, to know who they are. He didn't know who the fuck he was. And still doesn't. He's still lost. Um, Someone tried to argue that he was lost. Um, Shout out to Tamiko for always hating him. She has hated Kanye West since minute one. Since the first time she heard words come out of his mouth. She was right on that. Someone said we shouldn't turn our back on Kanye because he is fighting unknown battles. And how could we turn our back on him? 
in the same week that Tyler Perry opened his movie studio or celebrated the opening of his movie studio. And what I the like, fuck does that have to do with Kanye West? Each other. And I'm not suggesting that we turn our backs on Kanye. What I'm suggesting is that Howard University is not his platform and that he should not have been given that platform to disrespect what the foundation is. And right. um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand it. No, get him out of here. And it's Nobody just, want to hear that stupid so shit. Tell that person to shut up. I, I, it's felt kind of quiet. Um, I was wondering what today's news cycle would be like. It's been kind of quiet. Good. Let's let's keep it that way. Okay. Um, nobody wants to hear from him. I'm I had good. enough. Oh no, it hasn't been quiet because somehow, some way, the man is also policing his wife's clothing now. I don't have time. I don't want it. I Do don't we want, want to talk it. About how men meet you a certain way. Not all. Some meet you a certain way, and then want to change you. No, I don't want to talk about it because it's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but I feel like that's what he attempted to do. He was just bragging about her being one of the baddest chicks on the planet who got put on from a sex tape. Listen, and now she's dressing so sexy. I don't, I don't really ever feel bad for that girl. I don't. But I'm going to say this. I'm glad I wouldn't switch shoes with her. Not for all the tea in China. Not at all. She Not probably has to do a lot of work to keep her household sane and sensible. Seemingly stable. Yeah. I don't know. And it's not people, even but, seeming yeah. stable. Yeah. Just adding more kids to the thing. I, I don't know. I mean, they like they like babies, so I ain't gonna argue with them about that. Go ahead and do whatever you want to do. I hope that you have the bandwidth to love all, each and every one of them. And give them the love that they need because people seem to think because they have a lot of money that that's all, but that's not uh, people Isn't who have that money. Sessions um, was just tell what you were telling Woo! me about. Basically, wait till, you, wait till you watch that shit is going to blow your mind. Everybody needs a hug on that show. Everybody. It is yeah. up. It, anyway, let let me not get into succession, but I will say this. I have, I have been treating Kanye West like he was a ghost from my past for a long time, and I will continue to do so. May his soul rest in peace. Um, you know, good luck to him. Uh, what's another? Um, what's another? Uh, bon Bon um, Vaya con Dios. Uh, that's all I got for him. Um, I will not not play his music. I fuck with you know I fuck with his music up until the third song on Life of Pablo, like, you know, um, uh, um, what is this song? What is this song? With Kelly Price. Ultra, Ultra Light Beams. I think Ultra Light Beam is dope, but that's really because Chance the Rapper uh, kills it and that Kelly Price is a vocalist who was sent here from somewhere. That is an otherworldly situation. That's an anointed voice. Oof. She could almost make me think, you know what, bring him back. But you know what? I could just listen to the song. I could listen to Kelly when she is basically saying, like, he's still, yeah, all of that. I don't want to see that motherfucker. I don't. 
and I used to love him so much. He's like an ex boyfriend that I don't talk to. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. So let's let's move from that to what we heard about Roland Loud. Okay. What would you hear? Well, should we talk about Roland Loud in terms of like just to give the people an update? Roland Loud Music Festival was held at City Field. Was held at City Field, but it was actually a much wider. Uh, it wasn't just a stage at City Field. It was kind of like it crept into Flushing Meadow Park. And from every video and every live I saw, people was two turned. What did you see? Um, I didn't see much. My son went and he said he thoroughly enjoyed himself. Um, he en- and he didn't post no videos? He may have, but you know, the boy don't want me on his social medias. Fair. I'm his mother now. He he really um he really enjoyed himself. Um, mm-hmm. I believe that five rappers were dropped from the um, festival. Yeah, tell request. us more about this because you had mentioned this. Um, so the NYPD had five rappers that they did not want to be on stage because they thought their gang affiliation would cause problems for crowd control. Those rappers you have the were, five rappers. Oh, awesome. Okay. Those rappers were Don Q. Chef, Chef Don G. Q. I've never heard of him. Pop okay. Smoke, heard of him. Casanova, I'm actually a fan. And mm-hmm. 22 mm-hmm. Um, they asked them not to let them perform because of their gang affiliation and their past criminal history. Um, Casanova was upset because he's like, look, I'm a man. I, I did my time and I'm trying to do better. Um, you know, I'm out here trying to change my life and the life lives of others. And I don't understand why I'm still being persecuted for my past. Um, mm-hmm. same shit. But um, I believe maybe it was Lisa Evers. I'm, I, I could be wrong. I was reading about it and someone was like, I, I knew this would happen. It, um, I knew this would happen. Um, when Takashi started with his nonsense. And when they mm-hmm. supported Takashi's nonsense, um, basically they're they're going to start trying to police the art. Now, mm. I real I, I I am a fan of Casanova. I I think that's horrible. So what we need to do is we need to put a pin in this and be more observant and diligent. But they have not they're not starting to police the music. Do you remember well, they, when that piece yes. of shit? Do you remember when that piece of shit Rudolph Giuliani was the fucking mayor and he yes. would make problems? He made problems for MOP because they had that line in Fall on Blaze that basically said fuck Giuliani because you know what? At that time, everyone who thinks that Giuliani is this really nice man, if you lived in New York City on September 10th, if you ever pulled the newspaper articles from September 10th, everybody was sick of his shit. Everyone was ready for him to go. And he had already worn out his welcome. But with the minority community, he was a real motherfucker towards people. A lot of those fucked up shootings happened under the Giuliani watch. So it's fuck Giuliani from now and forever. Well, and what people are seeing would, colors today. Sure. Are they? I just When he's arrested, I'll know they're seeing his true colors. Okay, fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, 
So and there was the the rap cops, right? Is that what they called mm-hmm. it? Hip hop cops. Hip hop cops. Um, it's fucked up. They they're watching us though. Before hip hop, after hip hop, it is what it is. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So what did you hear about or see? Ooh, well, first of all, you know, I one of my one. So first of all, I want to shout out to Mookie, who literally did did the Lord's work, and basically, it felt like she taped all of Jim Jones's performance for me. He looked so nice, like he looked. Can't hear you. Um, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Um, I was saying that Jim Jones looked really nice, um, and that um, he she got Mookie posted almost all of his performance on Instagram, so I got to watch. Um, the baby threw his shoes into the crowd, and one of his and socks. socks. Yeah. Um, fabulous got real. Fabulous got pretty good reception. Um, uh, I understand that our girl Rihanna was in the back backstage. I saw a clip of her watching a rap battle with ASAP Rocky. Oh, yeah, she was out there. Also, Rihanna showed up at the um at the one of the balls. Um, yes, Mughala Ball. I, I was supposed to go to that, but unfortunately, um, our girl Shauna, uh, her grandfather passed away, so they're away this weekend, and today was his services. So um, that they ended up not going to that event. Okay. So Rihanna was all around New York. Uh, it seems like everyone who, a lot of people who were in New York, Pusha performed. Um, that's when Wale ran out on stage and he thought that it was somebody attacking him and he kind of squared up. I'm trying to think who else I saw. I can't, nothing else comes to mind, but it was, they were a little bit concerned about whether Rolling Loud was going to have the incidents that it had like Rolling Loud Miami, which is where the show originated. But from what I can see, I didn't see any reports of any major incidences, no shooting or anything like that. I didn't hear anything crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know, the boy's father was working the event. Oh, good, good, good. That's how the boy went. Oh, okay. That's really That's nice. Why I but I was like, eh, no. Can't do that. Don't want to hang with the boy. He doesn't want, or rather, the boy doesn't want to hang with the mother. I mean, I get it. I get it too. That's why I try to let him live. Let him do his little thing. You'll loop around. It always yeah. does. So, so, so I don't know if next year, if Rolling Loud came around, I would go because it was way too many names of people that I either didn't know or were not interested at all in seeing. Um, I do. I will tell you that the jo- that the baby really is the light of my life as of right now. Like yeah, when we get really finished recording, I am going to watch the playback of the return of Jesus and Mero. Okay. They've been on a ten week hiatus. They took a break, and the baby is um is their first performance. Time. Also, I took some time out while I was in Philly to watch the first episode of the Read on Fuse, and their first guest was Jesus and Mero. Because there's like a connection there. And, okay. I gotta, and the episode was, it was pretty good. I'm looking forward to see what's going to happen in the weeks coming. Um, I think that their show is set for 10 weeks um, in a season. So I, I look forward to seeing what's going to happen with them. Um, I think it's dope. 
that all of these folks who were Twitter folks and different social media folks have managed to come off of, come from behind the screens and come in front of your screens and go into people's homes. And it just speaks a lot for um, not dismissing when people do social media, when people are on social media and when they are doing things on social media, especially people of color, they've basically made their own inroads by developing a popularity and a following that could not have been created and they are really working it. And I'm really proud and impressed with both of them. Um, so that was what I did. I also watched the read. Um, when we get off the phone, I will 100% be watching um, uh, these, these and Mero. Oh, and while I was in Philly, I got to go visit. I got to see what they're doing in Philly. They're basically revitalizing their fashion district, which is like their Jamaica Avenue, Fordham Road, um, 34th Street, more even more, more so like 34th Street when it was like jumping when we were younger. Yes. Um, they have put, there's been a lot of investment and I got to go to the Sable Collective again because now they have a store in this mall. Uh, there's an area called like Philly's Own or whatever, which is dedicated to like Philly, um, Philly vendors. And I got myself a pair of uh, bamboo earrings, a big pair of bamboo earrings. Oh, because I've been getting some complaints from some of my friends who remain nameless that I gotta wear some hoops. I can't just be walking around just in studs. So all the time, yeah. The it's time. just when I when you pack in, you want to pack light. So I just put the studs in my ears, and I was able to wear them day after day. But that was that was not an acceptable excuse for certain people. So now I have some bamboos and some really pretty uh, earrings that look like building blocks. They have so much stuff in there. Um, was it crowded? What do you mean? Was it crowded? It was a mall. Oh, you know, oh the no, store. I mean, like, yes, the shop. The shop had a lot of people in it, and a lot of people were buying. Oh, something else that stood out to me—they had tarot cards. And do you know yes. who the strength card was? Oh. Mary J. Blige. Who makes that deck? I will send you a link. Do I have that deck? Mary J. Blige. Uh, was it Dusta Onyx? No. I don't know what the name of it. I can look on there. I'll look on their page and send it to you. Uh, also, um, Andre 3000 is in the deck. Sade, I think I know the deck you're talking about. Sade is in the deck. Kurt Cobain is in the deck. There's a lot of notable people in that deck. I don't understand tarot cards, so I don't know. Beyonce's in that deck. Beyonce's actually the death card. Uh, Abby was wondering why that is. But she's the death. Uh, the death card is about something dying to be re to be born again. I thought so because I was like, well, you know, Beyonce was a different person, and now she's this person. Right. It's it's about dying to be reborn, or the death of the old for the uh, entrance of the new. Okay, got it. All right, so that was something that I saw. There was so many things. I'm telling you, if you walk in there with endless funds, you could you could fill up your bags with things. Um, but I had a plan, so I knew what I intended to spend. But my We See You Sisk is literally a direct correlation from that visit. But okay. We'll, but we'll get there. I don't know that. Um, I don't know that we're there yet. You tell me. Um, well, I what 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 else you want to get into, Chantel? Uh, I don't have that much else to get into because I feel like I sound like somebody who's being pinched by the nose, and I don't love it. But 
Um, I can't think of anything else I wanted to say. I did want to, like I said, I gave a shout out to Sean and her family. Sean is one of my last friends who had a grandfather left. And, um, you know, he lived to be, I believe, 95. He was an Aries. That's That's dope. He was an an Aries. And right now, she, she just sent me a picture of his, he was a bishop. And his last word was a uh, was a um, Bible verse. So she just got the Bible verse tattooed on her, her and her son. So how old's her son? Um, her son, her and her son, her youngest yes, son. Yes, how old's her son? Eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. So right. yeah, they did that together. Grandfather was like the patriarch of the family. He's preceded by his by her grandma. So they're back together, but um. It was very beautiful to see them coming together to celebrate him. And uh, I send them my condolences again. Um, did you have a We See You Sis that you wanted to talk about? Uh, yes, we want to play did. back, before we get there, we want to play back Wes Moore's voicemail because, well, we've got to. We, we love the man so much. Um, uh, but it, the audio is not going to sound as good. So when we're back in studio next week, we'll be able to uh, record it so we all can listen to his beautiful baritone voice. Wait, that's a baritone voice? That was sarcasm. Oh. Because he sounded like... You, 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 that's what he sounded like. You see, you couldn't see my face. So you couldn't see me making like the sarcastic face. Ah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so what's your we excuses for the week? Um, so my company, Black Girl Moves, we are also doing, a, um, you know, in October, the Black Women Entrepreneurs. Um, and this week we did Wagmore Barkery, which is a dog treat bakery founded by a seven-year-old, Willow Easton. And she not only bakes and decorates, she is... Or based on I'm I'm not even sure where she's based out of. Hold on. Wagmore Barkery. Oh, she she mailing girl. She mailing the people the things, okay? She is mailing people the things. Um she has she's taking email orders. You can email her at wagmorebarkery at gmail.com and she will ship these out to you. So this is a this is a thing. Uh, she has peanut butter. Okay. And pumpkin apple treats for, for these pups. Okay. And I just think it's dope. Well, you know, we see you, little sis. We see you. Seven years old and she's she she's doing it. Probably probably just loves her puppy and wants her puppy to eat well. Oh, we gotta hear that story at some point, but I'm gonna definitely tag them. Because I want to, I love the idea of promoting like these kidpreneur, kid, kid entrepreneurs. It's really dope that they have someone that gets behind them because that's going to teach them a lot, even about who they are and it'll give them a level of self-confidence that you just cannot, there's no money that can buy. There's no school that can teach you. So I really think that's cool that her parents are probably behind her with regards to this. It's dope. And you can find her on IG at Wagmore Barkery. She she's doing Halloween themed um, dog treats. Can you spell the Barkery part? Is it B A R K E R Y? 
Oh, so they do a Barkery, but they didn't do R.I.E. Got it, got it. So, yeah, I love it. Okay. It's adorable. Nice, nice. I, I fuck with that. Sorry, little kid. What's the little, little boy's name who said that we curse too much? Oh, that's Azalea. Azalea says we our mouth. We have the potty mouth. We do. We do. We do. We're gonna have to do a, 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 a advisory at the beginning. So my is my we see you says is a uh, is a company called J Almonds Almodvar, Lancaster based handmade clothing items and accessories. This lady is out here making some of the flyers fatigue jackets that are embellished that you will see. Everyone is unique. So I guess she probably sources like the, um, the fatigue jackets and then she puts different beautiful combinations of fabrics to create accents, um, but in like um, almost like a mosaic. So the backs look like pieces of art. And uh, then when I got into her website, it appears that she also does bags and accessories as well. Goody, I don't hear you. I said, I love fatigues. I need to see some of these pieces. Um, well, we're going to share it on the page. But um, it's one of those things where it is such a fun fly. And they, and when I was in the Stable Collective, I heard them talking about Bilal was wearing one of their jackets. Oh, that's um, dope. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where if if you get one, people are going to stop you and ask you where you got it from. Or did you make it? And when I say it, it's, it's all, with all due respect, it looks like something that a really creative, obviously it is a really creative person, but you know how so it looks like a one of one. That's what I want to say. So you need pieces. Yes. Yes. So I wanted to give, I want to spell the um, Instagram post because I know I've said it, but I do want to spell it. I need some Spanish lessons, man. I'm, I'm such a failure when it comes to that. I should, I should be so much better at, at my Spanish than I am. So her Instagram is J-A-L-M-O-D-O-V-A-R. Almod. Um, Almodovar and it's www.jalmodovar.com and they're based in Lancaster and they even have the fly fatigue little jackets for the babies too <laughs> can you imagine yeah, being that hot. fly of a kid did you look are you looking, yeah, are you looking? in the fly that's fly so I say all that to say sis we see you and your we shit's fly and we're not just saying that because we want free jackets because I'm willing to pay for my jacket because your shit is fly. And your bags are fly too. But we're going to get to the jacket first. Then we'll deal with all other business. So that's my We See You, sis. And that's pretty much all I have. I feel like this episode is a little short, but we got to the point. And the point is fuck Kanye West. It's been yes. fuck Kanye West. It's yes. going to continue to be fuck Kanye West. And if we could use fuck Kanye West now and forever... As a title, we would accept that uh, Apple will delete that. Right. Um, but don't worry. I'll think of something. Maybe we I do will. a take Latin. 
Nah, we're going to talk about, we're going to refer to him as Donda's son. That'll do it. Take away yourself, Donda's son. Take away yourself. The worst, man. So, we got to tell the people where to find us. Where do they find us? On Instagram? At Termigant Talk on Instagram. We are Termigant Talk on Facebook. We are Termigant Talk Pod at gmail.com. Our telephone number is Ango Shinto. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> it's one 800 9797 Nah, I'm going to give y'all a real number. I just like to bust your balls. And I like to see who's listening. Like, are you calling one 800 like a fucking idiot? Or are you um, actually realizing that that's just me fucking around and it's a really funny moment from all of our shared history? That's another reason why I do that. So the number is 929-224-4342. Our number is 929-224-4342. Leave us a voicemail and eventually when we're in studio, we will play it together and we will respond back to you. Um, I want to thank you guys for your time. Please subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend to tell a friend. Remember, subscribing is free, whether you're listening on Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, this one, that one, SoundCloud. All of that shit. We're there. We're so, there. With that pun set. It doesn't cost you anything to share a little something on your on your social media platforms that you're listening to us. Because anytime you do that, it brings someone else to the party and it gives someone else an understanding of what all is going on here. Um, do you have anything else that you want to say to the people before we go? No, I, I'm good with bye. Well, before we go. Time. Before we go, I do wish that we had like those fancy poems like Joe Button and them because now they've added the man side of the poems and those shits are funny. But like you said, all we got at this point is adios, come bye-bye. Light up. Good night. Bye. Bye.